Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Wherever you are, I hope that you're well. Um, I've gotten a little bit of a habit of doing one episode every two weeks uh, at the moment just with um, some things going on behind the scenes um, business-wise, a big business project that you'll hear all about soon. It's just requiring a little bit more of my time uh, or a lot of my time. Um, so hence why the episodes will come once every two weeks and a lot of that was... Uh, um, this past week or two, two weeks really, was was moving people over to um, a, a Google Drive, which for those of you that haven't ever um, used Google Drive before, um, it's very time consuming. But it, it's done now. But when you're moving over, you know, six days, sixty five people uh, manually from an old system to a new system, uh, it just it took a while, and I think it went from. I first started, it took me like four or five minutes to move one person over. And then by the time it was at the end, it took about 20 minutes to move one person. So if I've done that in two weeks, I'll let you try and work out. You do the math of um, how many hours <laughs> that has taken in late nights. But hey, it's done and it, it actually makes my job now a little bit smoother. Um, a little more like it makes what we do a little bit more streamlined because everything's in the, in, in the same the same uh, on the same same system but anyway back to where we're at now which is roughly about four and a half weeks out from the first show of the season and for those of you that um, aren't aware we have and you'll be probably aware by now if you listen to this we have about seven people eight people in that first show um, I think I've got it's five or six if you include Ali and then Ali's got a couple of a couple of people in there as well not only that, but we uh, have the same athletes that will be entering shows kind of week in, week out um, throughout the majority of April and capturing it all on film um, for YouTube. So make sure that you uh, you check that out when the time comes. But super, super excited. All the athletes, like really, like literally all of them are bang on point for where they need to be and all look fantastic. And we'll all be super, super Competitive, um, and it's just just exciting. I think as a prep coach, you just want uh, you just want the, the it to come now. You want the shows to happen now, um, because the people have worked so hard, and, and you know they're going to do well. But that being said, um, I think that kind of brings me to the topic of today's podcast quite um, appropriately, which is planning and adjusting high days. Uh, I've done episodes about this before, but I'm again just sort of redoing some of them and giving you my take of okay why why I do things now what I look for um as times went on maybe there's some there's some differences so some of you who follow me on Instagram um may have seen me say oh you know Chris is having um 950 gram of carb today or Dan's having 850 gram of carb over two days or you know Carlin's having 478 grams of carbs over the next two days and you you go whoa, like that's so much food, like how can they eat that or why are they eating that, how are they getting away with that, oh my god, are they not going to get fat, blah, 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 blah. So let's talk about what a high day is and why we would do that. Now, I, I'm going to try and use a really simple analogy. Um, when we are uh, prepping for a, a show or a photo shoot, um, I always describe it as imagine we're trying to dig a dig a big hole, Right? And obviously we've got our shovel and we're, we're shoveling the, the mud and the dirt out of the hole and digging the hole deeper. That's the, the calorie deficit that um, um, the, 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 the hole is, the, the, that's the analogy, is the calorie deficit. 
So as prep goes on, we're digging this hole um, deeper, deeper and deeper. And our energy levels feel good. The, the rate at which we're able to dig is the same. And the, you know we get leaner, the hole gets a little bit deeper. There then comes a point where um, we get fatigued and our rate of our ability to dig um, decreases. So the you know how, how deep we're digging the hole, that slows down. Uh, the rate of loss uh, slows down. Um, pretty much an analogy for you get to a point where the body's really efficient at um, mobilizing fat the first few weeks of prep and then after quite quite some time levels of cortisol levels of stress in the body rise to the point where um, we become less efficient at um, mobilizing fat as a fuel source uh, so our energy levels are rock bottom we just don't have the same the same abundance of energy to, to dig why your body is an energy conserving machine it likes to hold on to body fat it doesn't like to, to let go of it um, because it's all about survival and that's all your, your body knows is all it wants to do and we're strategically trying to take off all that fat for a specific show so we have to be smart about it so the body obviously is quite smart um, everything slows down um, but it's mostly due to the levels of stress and cortisol cortisol to see that as the enemy of fat loss so what does a high day do? So when we run high days, uh, which is usually a, an increase, strategic increase of um, carbs and fats, protein will roughly stay the same. Um, increasing carbs and fats um, over the course of one to two days. Um, what that does is it allows, um, it brings down levels of stress within the body and, and makes us a bit more efficient to then get back to digging that hole so the way to see it is that imagine you're you're digging this big hole and then for a day or two you just have you, you get a break you get a little bit of a rest and what that rest does is it gives you your energy levels back if anything it allows you to then get back to digging the hole and you dig that hole and you dig a little bit quicker and you're a bit more motivated and you're a bit more efficient um, and you find that you get to a, a new depth within a few days that you've never been to before um, that's an analogy, I suppose you could you could say, because when we put more food in, um, we'll we'll often see a, an increase on the scales, and that's fine. There there, there should be that, um, and then usually within like a anywhere between a three, five, seven day period depends. Someone will see a new low on the scales and like a new level of conditioning um, come through. So, number one, don't panic when you see that increase in the scales. Everyone thinks, oh my god, you know, like. I get this quite a bit, but one client in particular, and he's probably listening, will run one high day, and we see about a kilo and a half come on, and he goes, I'm not sure why that's happened, and uh, you know, if we don't need to run the second one, that's cool, I can get back to digging, and every time I'm like, We're, that's expected, go again, and then we see another kilo maybe come on the second day, so two and a half kilos maybe come on, um, for some people, if, you know, it's maybe less, but if it's less, you maybe need to push more food in, um, but as I said, very quickly that'll come come right back down you're maybe thinking well why why are you increasing fats why are you increasing carbs but you're not increasing protein well protein is going to stay kind of linear of course if you're putting in like extra bagels or more oats naturally your protein intake will be increased because you're getting some uh, trace macros like if you like in a hundred grams of oats there's like you know eight to ten grams of protein but it's not protein that we're going to be um overly bothered about and nothing that's going to really affect overall fat loss or whatever so carbohydrates are the things that will increase um, performance help recovery they're tasty they make us feel good 
fats themselves as well uh, will slow absorption of carbs but at the same time um, as well as we're trying to increase intramuscular um, uh, you know carbohydrate intake your glycogen there's also intramuscular uh, triglycerides there as well so they need topped back up um, and they also make us uh, like the fats give us a little bit of energy they make us feel that a little bit better too because the body needs a certain amount of fat for like an enzymatic or hormonal perspective so when you put that back in that's why we feel a little bit better too um, and that's why protein will will stay the same you're probably thinking well Vaughn when when would you implement these and um, really I, I hate to say the answer is it depends because I think that when people listen to these podcasts they often want a very definitive conclusive answer to how they do stuff why they do it and how they could change stuff when in this game unfortunately there's never a definitive answer there's just like a set of guidelines of what you can or can't do so when i would implement them and i'm sure my athletes that are listening to this would probably attest to this is usually when they start to feel fucked right if i've implemented it before then it's because they're a little bit ahead they're maybe dropping quickly um and i'm like right we could back off the gas here we, we, we have the the time to, to to pull back and i'm trying to slow it down how would you know when someone's fucked if you're an online coach they will tell you they will tell you right um they'll let you know about it on whatsapp or in their check-in they'll you know some people again got one client some like similar client he says he lets me know when he's fucked. But he goes, but I don't want to. I don't want it to seem like I'm complaining. I don't want it to seem like I can't handle it. You know, I could dig. I could keep going. I go, no, no, that's that's perfect. That's information I need to know. Like I need to know when you're feeling fucked. I need to know when strength in the uh, strength in the gym is is to shit. I need to know when the motivation to train is low. I need to know when you're dragging your feet because it's a combination of that plus the visuals, like of how someone looks, their pictures, their posing video, is when I'm going to determine when we run them but then also the frequency of when we run those two. So when someone starts off um, prepping, um, you're not going to refeed them or give them a high day. Refeed, high day, fucking top up, whatever you want to call it, same thing. You're not going to give them that for quite quite some time. You're probably going to diet them hard for eight weeks first before they then will need it. And I think that you may want to think about, um, depend upon the, the individual, whether it's a say a bikini girl or like a, a male bodybuilder, what you do with either one of them will be um, fairly different. So the bikini girl, you may just start off giving them one high day, and that could be they go from, let's say their carbohydrate intake was one fifty or usually, and then it goes up to three fifty. Um, their fats was maybe at 30 and then that goes up to 60 or whatever the bodybuilder because they're or the physique guy the classic guy whatever now they are a bit more muscled their fatigue's maybe a little bit higher so you're probably going to run that over more than two days opposed to just the one but i think if someone isn't if someone isn't overly lean that's when i would probably run just one because the purpose of why we do two so You've heard me say that the carbohydrates, the extra food, the fats, the extra calories help offset cortisol. They help bring levels of stress down. Now, the first day is often what that food does. The first day very rarely will bring about much change to 
to, to muscular fullness. Now, if someone's training and they send you post-workout shots, they'll look fuller because they've got more carbs and more blood going to, to, to tissue. But after one day of eating, when they, when they wake up in the morning and they're fasted, they'll probably still be flat. So this is where, like, yes, there maybe been has been maybe a touch a bump up of of, of uh, you know glycogen stores, you know carbohydrate stores that are in muscle, maybe been a less slight increase, but not enough to see more pop, more dimensions, more dynamic to the to you know look to the physique. That's going to require the second day, particularly if someone is fairly muscled in their legs, um, like with Dan and Chris at the moment, they check in and on day two and this was like me when I prepped I was, like, I was like legs are still so flat I was like the legs need today the legs need another day of what we just done to get full Ryan last year was the same huge quads done really really well um, so what am I looking for is maybe what you're asking what you're thinking what are you doing with your athletes or what are you doing if you're prepping yourself um, there's a number of things and I think with every athlete it's different in where you will look so when you're at the start of prep and you're running like one high day or two high days, yes, maybe I'll get someone to check in after the high days so I could see the change to fullness, but I'm not going to overly see a change to fullness if there's still fat there, right? It's when someone's incredibly lean that that's when I start to get them to check in more. I get them to send post-workout videos because that's starting to give me an indication of what, what we're going to do going into the show. Now... Someone started off day one, they sent me post-workout videos, they're still a bit flat, I'm like, right, cool, go eat. But I've maybe then picked a body part. This may be different, maybe specific person to person. So for a bikini girl, it might be their glute in a side shot. For a figure girl, it might be their, their lat and their delt in one of the side shots or you know whatever. Uh, and then in a bodybuilder, it may be their legs, their, their fullness in their top, the top of the chest and the arms and whatnot. And with often someone I'll see when I compare day one and day two and then the few days afterwards, I compare the three shots and I'm like, right, that's the shot I'm looking at to determine fullness because it's really easy to spot and once that once that body part's full, everybody else is full and, and, and popping and whatnot. So this is where you can just pick a specific part and then you'll just know um, how to adjust things. And this is kind of what we're getting into. So you've started off a specific number of uh, carbohydrates, um, fats, and your proteins for these high days. And you may have not, but you may have to determine the frequency at which you'll run these high days. Now, again, the answer is it depends, but here's a general rule of thumb. Once you've topped someone up over the course of two days, I would usually expect to see a new low within five days, right? Sometimes, uh, what we've actually seen with Ali's prep this year, it takes him a bit longer, but he's got type 1 diabetes to come down. Um, some people, I say with new low within five days, some people you see a new low within three, right? So what they've done is they've maybe been at a baseline, so let's say they're a bikini girl, and they're maybe like 49 kilos, you've topped them up, and then you top them up to 51 and a half, and then literally within like three days, boom, new low, the drop 0.5 from where their previous baseline was. So you have to determine in your head, how long am I going to run them low for? What's the time frame? Apologies if you're peanut meow in the background, someone pointed this out. 
in a pod, previous podcast or in the kids screaming. But anyway, back to the point. You have to determine, like, right, how much time do we have left? How long am I going to run low? And where do we need to be by each and every single week? And that is how strategic you need to be and when you will implement these high days. So I'm going to use Chris as an example. Many people know about my client Chris, worked with him for years. We've done multiple shows. He's placed in every single one. And this will be our fifth season together coming up, our fourth of the season. But anyway, so with Chris, I roughly know, and give him two high days, he'll reach a new low within about five, six days. Because his, his, he works early, so sometimes he weighs himself super early. Um, but then I know, like, after, like, 10 days of running low, I have to top him up. He's just too fucked. Um, levels of fatigue are, are too high that we have to make... Um, we have to, to top up again. Some people can't top up that frequently. Some people will need to run low 12 days, 14 days. Um, some females I'm topping up every seven days. You know, like, it's so dependent upon where they're at in their journey how long they've got left in the time frame. And as I says, like you, you as the coach, as the athlete, or maybe you're coaching yourself, like you're going to have to make those decisions. Uh, and those decisions, um, they're easy for me to make now, but they weren't easy to make years ago when I was inexperienced. So if you're at the start of your journey, please just uh, understand that um, you need to maybe make some mistakes and learn from them. But, Hopefully these podcasts give you more of an idea of kind of what to do. So you're thinking, well, Vaughn, you know, a couple months ago, Chris was running 750 gram of carb. So why is he running 950 gram of carb now? Um, again, plain and simple. So if you see that, um, okay, the time frame where we want to be, where we want the weight to be, level of condition where we want to be. Um, if you see that, okay, I, I top someone up and then like Chris was... Chris was hitting a new low within three days, and I'm like, fuck, right, that's, that, what that's telling me is, it's not enough of a buffer, it's not enough of a bump up for him to come back down within five to seven days, so that's, that's when, like, right, more food needs to go in, so this might be as simple as, right, well, Chris, we went from uh, two days at 750, to then two days at 800, to then two days at 850, to then two days at 900, to then two days at 950. You know, and, and and that was that was over the course of a series of high days. So you you just kind of know, like, right? Well, I said I was say having to run them high every seven days, then eventually putting more carbs in, run them low every every ten days. Now, um, it all depends on how much the rate of loss you want it to come off, um, how someone looks, um, is that food that you've put in like that second day after you've run that second day, is that enough to actually see, like? see and attain peak fullness if not it's just not enough food that's went in um scale weight you'd expect to rise but as i says like it's not it's not fat it's simply an increase in in muscle glycogen so you may look at the time frame and think right they're coming down perfectly running them uh you know every seven days or they're coming too quick, I need to run it sooner, or they're not coming quick enough, so then I need to, to extend it, extend the time frame and go from topping them up every, um, every say, 10 days, sorry, every seven days to every 10, or every 14, every 18, whatever it is, you're going to have to make that um, decision. And I think that 
people often don't know, like, okay, right, well, Vaughn, what do I do with fats? Um, you're probably going to need to at least double them. Um, and again, you would, you would tweak them based on what you see. So maybe you take a Bikini Girls fats up from 30 to 60. You then see kind of what weight does. Uh, maybe you tweak carbs. Um, and then maybe the next load you go, okay, I'm going to go 70. But the, the, the fats themselves are never going to need to be the ones that you tweak drastically. Once you've got them to a certain point, it's just then going to be the carbohydrates that you're going to need to make uh, adjustments with. But I guess it's knowing um, the, the, the usual level of fats that, okay, uh, a figure girl needs, a bikini girl needs, a, a bodybuilder needs. Once you know what those levels are, you then kind of, you just go there, you see what the, the result is, and then you tweak it based on that individual. Um, but that's kind of roughly what I would do in regards to to tweaking high days. Um, I think that they will give you a, a very clear-cut indication of what you're going to do going into the show. Um, you may not run them exactly like that because... When it comes to the show, you may want to uh, pull protein down a little bit, just from like a digestive pers- digestive perspective, to help them control their midsection. Um, but the overall levels of of carbs and, and fats aren't going to change. Um, I think if um, if you're listening to this and you've prepped and you've never really been given high days before, number one, it's because your coach is shit. Um, or number two, it's probably because your 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 dietary adherence is really poor, so you're not coming down quickly. Um, you're not really experiencing levels of fatigue. You're binging or you're overeating. So then, you, I don't know if you've told your coach or not, or yourself if you're coaching yourself. Um, but that's where like that's probably why you haven't had those. Um, and I, I've had I've said that to athletes before. I'm like you know a high day isn't warranted. Um, because of where we're at, like. Sometimes I say, look, we're not lean enough yet for these for a high day. We were, I'm not saying we're not fatigued enough because prep's hard, but like someone needs to be a certain level of leanness to be fucked, to feel fucked for that energy levels to be in the bin. And if they're not there yet, they just simply want one. They want one because their buddy's having one. They want one because they've seen joe blogs on instagram uh you know at at fucking big guy bodybuilder at bikini fit girl um has one what they fail to realize is that those individuals are leaner than them bigger than them further ahead than them way more adherent to their their diet and maybe they're more experienced as well like often first timers um will compare themselves to others when there's no need uh, I was actually having a conversation with clients over the past couple of weeks and um, encouraged them to come off social media, unfollow accounts that maybe put them down. And I, I will say that comparison is the thief of joy. Uh, what you are thinking now in your head um, of how you look and where you're at is a little bit skewed if you are lean. Um, and, and honestly, like I think people need to, to speak more kindly to themselves when they are leaner. Because it's only really when you get deep in off-season you go, fuck, I look brilliant. Why didn't I appreciate that at the time? But uh, we all think that. We're all the same. Um, so don't feel like uh, you're, you're alone in that sense. But that's it from me, guys. Um, hope that you are well wherever you are in the world. As I said, these will come probably once every couple of weeks. If you have anything you want me to cover, any suggestions, 
Uh, my inbox on Instagram is always open. Keep your eyes peeled um, to the Instagram page within the next four weeks. There's some big news coming um, and keep your eyes open. But remember that wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.